0: Is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condes Presley. So if you were all excited about yet another great weekend in Atlanta with lots of great activity, thinking about the Peachtree Village International Film Festival, well we've got some breaking news for you. The festival director Lynn Gibson is here, and that news would be
1: what? <laughs> well, the news is, uh, due to the hurricanes, um, we actually changed the date. Uh, the date has been rescheduled uh, for October 26th through the 29th. It uh, will be the same great festival, same great talent and all the great films and all that good stuff. Just another date, October 26th through the 29th here in Atlanta.
0: So tell us a little bit about the festival, when it started in and- and how much it has grown? Because I think we've we've been talking about this since the very first one.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been talking for a while. Um, you know, it's it's definitely grown over the years. I, I would say the main thing is um, I think we attract uh, more diverse films now over the years, uh, which is which is great because we're international festivals. So the goal is to to bring as many different types of films to Atlanta to showcase and to hopefully find a, a home for a lot of these independent filmmakers. Do you find that it's easier to
0: attract the talent, the filmmakers and the content because Atlanta has emerged as a real movie town?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, I would say that's a major testament to our growth because um, the first year of our festival was the same year that Tyler Perry did his first film in Atlanta, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. So and we look at that and we look at Rainforest um, at the time who did the gospel. Those were all our, That was our first year in 2006. And when we go back, you know, those 12 years, it seems like yesterday. Um, Doesn't you know, it, though? The growth in Atlanta has been phenomenal. Um, you know, we're a multi-billion-dollar you know, city now for filmmaking.
0: Why is it important for filmmakers to show their work at film festivals such as yours? Because this is festival
1: season. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's important for several reasons. Um, one is the exposure. What happens is when you have a film in a film festival, you begin your buzz campaign. Um, you actually, it, it's it's market research. You have an opportunity to, to let um, numerous um, consumers look at your film And then if it's anything that you need to adjust, you can go back and adjust it before you release it, uh, theatrically or on DVD or video on demand, all the various ways to distribute your film. You have that opportunity. That's one way. Um, two, it's an opportunity to connect with other people that are in the business, other filmmakers, writers, you know, they often find great directors, directors often find great writers and they all often find people to finance the next project. And last but definitely not least is the whole distribution aspect, finding a distributor. Um, it's, it's utterly important to get the film out there in festivals to put in front of these distributors. I mean, we've seen record-breaking numbers over the past few years with distributors and financiers, you know, offering, you know, great deals to filmmakers. Uh, you know, Byron Allen has been offering $20 million plus, you know as a minimum guarantee these days. And, you know, the list goes on. Uh, The Sonys of the world, um, Lionsgate, et cetera, have been offering a lot of money to these independent filmmakers. And I think that it's gonna continue to grow because of the way the market is now. Um, All of these distributors are looking for great content, so to put it out in the festival is a great thing to do. Because you never know which film might be, for example, the next Moonlight. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Moonlight, Get Out, you know, these types of films. Um, I mean, it, it's really it's really interesting. You just never know. Um, you know, Ava DuVernay, you know, she she got a start, you know, through film festivals, you know, at Sundance. So the thing is, um, putting your film out there, you never know who's in the audience. I mean, I had a conversation with a group of Wall Street investors and. Um, who told me, they said, Lynn, you know, we financed a film that, you know, premiered at your festival a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, really? I mean, you just never know sometimes. You never know who's watching, who's there. And, uh, you know, it could be your next big opportunity.
0: We like to think of businesses and industries and occupations. We all have our groups. We all have our conventions. We all have our networking events. And it seems just as important in your area that you all network at these film festivals,
1: correct? Absolutely. Um, networking is the number one thing. I mean, you you definitely want to know who's sitting next to you, who's walking in the room, you know, who's screening their films, um, who's sitting on a panel, who's in the audience at a panel. You definitely want to connect and network because you just never know, you know, what's going to happen next. I mean, we've seen so many Filmmakers leave and team up and come back the next year and premiere film at the festival. Tell us what you've got planned for this year. Uh, this year we have uh, a few really, really interesting things. We tried some new things. Um, you know, we have some, some great films this year. Um, and we brought back the uh, the pitch tent where filmmakers are going to have an opportunity to pitch their ideas to a panel of investors and distributors. And the goal is, you know, to walk out of there, the room with a deal you know, to to walk out either with a distribution deal or, you know, to get financing for their film. Um, We're also doing what we call an acting competition, which is really interesting. Um, Two guys uh, by the name of uh, Christopher Young and Tay Smith, um, we're doing an acting competition called Acting Out. And uh, these gentlemen, along with Sky Entertainment, are going to be seeking actors to sign to their new agency. Um, you know, which is really, really exciting. These guys have been, you know, involved with a lot of major films through Atlanta right along to mention one of them. Um, so actors will have an opportunity to do some great things. And we have talent such as uh, Acclaim Emmy Award winner Blair Underwood, uh, Emmy Award winner Keith David, we have Mark John Jeffries. A lot of us remember him from losing Isaiah and all the other great projects he's done over the years. To Bias uh, Truvillion from Empire, uh, Christopher Broten, uh, who's with uh, 20th Century Fox, and Devon Franklin's partner. So we have a lot of interesting people that are going to be here this year. So we're excited about that.
0: You have a lot of movers and shakers who are going to be here this <laughs> year, but you do that every year.
1: Uh, we, we try. We try to bring, you know, individuals that we that we hope um, the audience will connect with. Can you tell us about what you know you're going to be able to screen? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the films that, that that we're that we're screening, I, I will say a few of my favorites Um one being The Trade, um, which is actually a film that deals with human trafficking. Mm. Um, and it stars uh, Tobias uh, Trevelyan, um, interesting enough. And what's really special about the screening for me, a gentleman by the name of uh, Michael Boogie Pinckney um, is directing. He directed the the actual short. And Mike gave me one of my first jobs in the business in New York. So it's interesting that I'm bringing him to the festival. He's uh, Spike Lee's project. So that film we're screening on uh, Saturday, the 28th of uh, October at 7.30 p.m. So it's, you know, that film, um, I'm really, really excited about it. I mean, the history of, you know, me and, and Mike, but also it's a great project. And um, another film that's called Charlie is, you know, really excited about that. It's, it's doing well in the festival circuit Uh, Bobby Huntley is the director of that. Another one, uh, Kai, New Legacy. That one's good. Our very own uh, Coco Brown, uh, the actress-comedian here in Atlanta. She stars in that. So we have some really cool films that we're screening this year. I'm really excited about them.
0: In addition to pulling together and being the the brains behind this festival every year, Lynn, what are you working on personally? You got something you're going to show?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not showing anything this year, but I, but I can announce, um, there, there are some projects that I'm working on. I just, uh, just got through, uh, shooting a pilot for a television show that I directed, uh, called Focus. Um, it's about artists, you know, um, painting and staying focused in the midst of distractions um and I'm also producing a a movie that we're going into pro- pre-production in uh Wrath of the holidays and it's called Memphis Sun. Uh Greg Allen Williams, another Atlanta owned is uh is one of the stars of the film uh so we're we're excited about that. Greenleaf just all up in the festival absolutely, this year, isn't it? Absolutely. I love that. a lot of, a lot of Greenleaf. So, you know, we I'm I'm excited just just working. Just doing what I can um to to continue my movement in the business as well, too. And, and I will say, I just uh, became a, um, a part of uh, Gyro, which is a new streaming service that's coming out, so I'm one of the advisory members of of that company. We're really excited about the launch of that company. Outstanding, what, is it, what goes into producing a film? Um, <laughs> producing is Whether a lot it's of Whether it's feature length <laughs> or
0: short, and we know all are, are recognized as we go through festival season and then hit the award circuit, which award season is starting now, too.
1: Um, it, you know, it really depends on, um, I guess, what the producer was hired to do um, because, yeah, what they call a creative producer or just a producer that, that deals with all things. What I mean by all things, financing, bringing the capital to the table, but also uh, working with talent. Um, you know, acquiring talent and, um, and, and working with what they call the the line producer, or unit production manager to hire, you know, the directors, the director of photography, those types of people. So you, you look at the producer as, you know, one of the bosses in the room, if you will. They're, they're responsible for bringing the team together, ultimately bringing the financing to the table and making sure that the film gets in the can and it's released to the public.
0: On time, on schedule, and preferably on budget.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, very, very important.
0: What do you find more rewarding, producing, directing? I mean, it's all the creative process.
1: Um, you know, I I would say directing is probably more rewarding to me. It's a, you know, I I rather produce. I know it sounds weird. I would rather I rather produce. I'm more comfortable as a producer. But directing is more rewarding because the amount of work that goes into, you know, directing actors, ensuring that what was on script, you know, shows up on screen. And it's so many things that can happen from the moment, you know, you roll camera to the moment that the film is released. So uh, it's very rewarding as a director to see your work completed, no matter how short you know, that's why I said, you know, it, it doesn't matter if your film is an Oscar winner or is a film that you show in the living room to your family. I mean, it took a lot of work to make that project happen. So almost you might say that the difference between being a director
0: and being the producer, the producer, if we used a sports analogy, could be akin to being the owner of the team. And you, as the director in that role, you're the coach because you're coaching the talent. You're trying to make sure, as you just said, What's on the page ends up on the screen, and you've got to coach that performance out of everybody on your team.
1: Absolutely, I think that's a great analogy. You know, you look at you know what Denzel Washington did in Fences. You wow. know, he was the player and the coach. You know, and then he also he was produced the as well. As yeah, well. so he was in three different positions. So absolutely, um, it's it takes a special talent to bring out um, the best in someone else, you know, and we all see it every day. You know, you, you you notice some managers are better than others. You know, some managers get a better performance out of their team than others. Some coaches get a better performance out of their players than others. You know, we saw Phil Jackson and what he did with Michael Jordan over the years. So it's it's one of those things that um, you they say that there are, directors that are acting directors or actor directors and then those other directors that are just creative directors. But I personally think the director that has a little bit of both are generally the best directors. But bringing out great acting abilities is is, is always phenomenal to me.
0: Does the technology make it easier and more affordable now to produce and, and create a film?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the days are gone where you're, you know, editing a a movie and you're, you know, cutting prints, you know. Um, Now it's definitely a a lot easier, but I will say because it's easier, sometimes the the focus and the attention to detail is left, you know, just like anything else with technology. We don't remember numbers anymore, you know, because we have a cell phone. Uh, The same thing, you know, when you're shooting with a With a digital camera, sometimes you think, um, you know, I'm good. I have that shot. You know, you may miss it because technology moves things so much faster. But it's I will say that it's definitely easier and it's definitely a lot less expensive these days.
0: Because uh, a director or creative talent, a creative artist can with with CGI and with green screen and other things can really create an image that years ago would have been almost impossible to fathom that you could get that in your film
1: absolutely absolutely I mean you know we we see things um, we're putting an individual from 2017 in a film with Dr. King in the 60s you know and you wonder how do they do that you know it's all technology and it's it's definitely um, you know one of those things that that help advance film in a, in a great way. I know, and now with this new iPhone
0: 10 that's coming out, with the the technology where you can superimpose dinosaurs and other things into what you're looking at through the screen, it probably won't be too long before there's some creative kid or young adult who makes a film on an iPhone.
1: Absolutely, an
0: award-winning film on
1: an iPhone. Absolutely, I, I will tell you. Um, you know, there are there are a few people that that have been successful with creating films on on iPhones. Um, And, and, and I think it's going to become more and more prevalent, you know, because, you know, you have, you have an iPhone that shoots in 4k technology. I mean, you know, it, it shoots better. The imaging is better than a lot of cameras. That's a lot more expensive. You know, you just, so you wonder, it's like, you know, you get four or five iPhones and if you have the right memory, you know, Hey, you can shoot a movie. It's a, a really lot different one. than
0: what Spike Lee did when he put together all of that, all of his money, maxing out his credit cards to do. She got to have it, isn't it?
1: Exactly. He could have used a couple of iPhones, right?
0: <laughs> so, what are you most excited about for the festival this year?
1: Um, I think I'm most excited about um, the award brunch this year. Tell me about that. Um, the award brunch. I'm always excited to give pre- to present awards to um, talent that I feel are very deserving. I'm not saying that they don't receive awards otherwise, but I think um sometimes um they do go unnoticed and longer than they should. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know, but um it was it took a while before Blair Underwood won an Emmy. He just won an Emmy recently. Um and a lot of people were still not aware of that. I mean he deserved you know, a lot of accolades. He's, he's and he was on LA greatest. Law more than twenty years exactly. ago. Exactly. Yes. You know, people like uh, Blair Underwood, Keith David, you know, uh, these are great, solid actors that deserve a lot of accolades. Um, you know, Clifton Powell. I mean, these are actors that's been around a long time. And to be able to present awards to these gentlemen is, um, you know, is a highlight for me. Um, I look up to them. I've, I've watched them over the years. So I'm excited for us to be presenting awards to them. The, the ceremony is actually... On the 29th of October, Sunday, um, and it's a brunch beginning at eleven a.m. and it's at a fairly new location called Revel, off of Ellsworth Industrial.
0: So, where does most of the festival take place? I'm sure it's kind of around town, right? Sure,
1: yeah, a few different few different areas. Um, we we have a uh, a new location that we added. Um, it's the the new location is actually at the um, the Georgia State Stadium in the president's club yeah. you know it was the old 755 club <laughs> you know the old turn of field um we're going to be there on that friday the 28th of october i'm oh, sorry 27th of october and on the 28th of october we're going to be at the Westside art center in midtown off of 10th street and you know as i mentioned the 29th we're going to be at revel um for the award brunch and, uh, you know, and I will say, although the festival has been postponed the 26th through the 29th, uh, next week um, on Thursday, the 21st, we're still going to do the mixer. Um, and part of that is a fundraiser for, you know, individuals that's been affected by the hurricanes. Very um, We're going nice. to do a silent auction for them. So we're excited about that. It's happening at the cave on the 21st at 7 p.m.
0: That's great. That's wonderful. So many people have been impacted in such horrible ways by these storms. it's just incredible. Well, it's great that the festival is is set. you've got a great lineup. Uh, how do people go about getting tickets and I guess there are varying levels of access that an Correct. attendee can can acquire.
1: Absolutely. Um, you could actually go to our website just pviffatl.com pviffatl.com and um, you know various uh, levels of access. Um, and you know if you just want to watch a short film or experience the whole festival there are various opportunities for anyone to get involved and come enjoy
0: I don't think I asked you about the panels what are we talking about this year
1: um, sure we are talking about everything from how to get a film financed and distribute it um, Our I guess one of the one of my favorite panels and one of the the, the most um, popular panels is our cast me if you can panel for actors but also for directors and producers. It's a great panel. Um, and then we, we're we bringing a branding panel back this year where we talk about how to expand your brand. And, of course, that goes across every industry. And um, we're also, as I mentioned, the acting competition. We have the pitch tent. And um, we're also doing a panel on how to get your project greenlit. Um, You know, you may have a project or an idea, and you're wondering, okay, how do I take this project from paper to screen? And this panel will tell you how to do that. Expanding
0: your brand, the acting competition. If someone is looking to get discovered, going to come, network, make that connection, how is that person best prepared? What do they bring with them?
1: Um, I'll say this, um, if you're an actor, definitely bring a headshot with your resume, you know, and, and go online, you know, and, and, and learn how to put it together the professional way and, and come with that, um, come with several headshots and resumes and don't be afraid to hand them out. Um, and then if you're looking to produce, I mean, my thing is be, in as many places as possible as other filmmakers film screenings workshops those types of things you want to be seen and you want to network and you know business cards um, your information and and don't be shy about it you got to sell yourself absolutely that's a part of it
0: what is the most rewarding thing about what you're doing today the festival that's coming up next month The fundraiser that you've got coming up on Thursday night, what is the most rewarding of all of this for you? Because it just sounds as if your plate is very full (laughs) and very rich.
1: Well, I I think I think uh, for me, it all sums up to um, assisting assisting others um, in need. And and that's everything from the fundraising aspect to assisting independent filmmakers that, that are looking for an answer. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, we we go out and we produce these projects, and and we're lost. We're trying to figure out what to do next. And my goal, my prayer is to be able to fill in the blank, um, to close the gap. Um, and and that goes for you know for for anyone, and then even businesses that are looking to connect with entertainers and to work in the entertainment industry. If you're a caterer looking you know to get in the entertainment industry how do you close the gap how do you make the connection so cuz there's
0: certainly enough work going absolutely. we see those yellow
1: signs all Overtown. Absolutely. So, you know, we we want to want to help people. And, and that's that's definitely my, my goal.
0: OK, Glenn, last question behind the take us behind the curtain. I just said something silly about the yellow signs that we see all over town, which are directing <laughs> people who need to know where they need to be, where to go. What's <laughs> the secret behind the coding on all that? Do the letters all mean something or what?
1: <laughs> well, some sometimes they do. Um, sometimes they do. I'll, I'll leave it that way. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, um, you, you want to, you, you want to avoid certain areas of town, you know, when we're, when we're shooting, I should say, but uh, absolutely. I mean, there, there are, you know, more than 20 productions going on at one time throughout the city, believe it or not, which is, you know, weird, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that wasn't the case but now it is
0: and we've got film we've got tv we've got everything well congratulations we're looking forward to the festival next month give us those dates one more time and
1: point us to the website sure you the dates are october 26th through the 29th october 26th through the 29th and you can go to com. P v i f f a t l dot com.
0: right good enough thanks we'll see you there Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, condo 29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.